0: Hello and welcome to the second episode of the fifth season of the Plebs on Footy Podcast. I'm your host, Rory O'Kane, and as always, I'm joined by Scott Fotheringham.
1: Hello, Banjo. It is truly and genuinely fantastic to be here with you today, Banjo. All of my dreams have come true. We are actually, one month into the season, sitting here with North Melbourne... Bottom of the ladder, an absolute rabble. One of the worst percentages, I think, in the history of football. And the D sitting at the top of the ladder, undefeated. uh, Looking like a a real premiership contender. How do you feel, Banjo? Just
0: a quick point of order. You're not top of the ladder, buddy. Nathan Jones has still never been top of the ladder. Equal top um, of the ladder, I'll go with I've got a petition for you. I'm just going to make a quick suggestion. Plebs on footy. Been doing it for a long time. I think the listeners need a bit of a change. I think we should change to another topic. Uh, we could do plebs on basketball, plebs on cricket, <laughs> plebs on
1: movies. We did throw plebs on movies out there at one stage. We, did, we, we almost did.
0: did that. Yeah, we were nearly that bored. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, but t- I-, I wanna hear it, Banjo. I wanna hear it from you. Me. I mean, do you wanna start with North Melbourne or with Melbourne? You have to discuss uh, them both. Let's put
0: off my main source of pain for as long as possible. So What's let's that? start with Melbourne.
1: Okay. So tell me, Banjo, how do you actually feel about the Melbourne Football Club at the moment? Well it's
0: good you haven't been anyone any good. So Geelong uh Falling off a cliff, they oh. killed her uh, you know, tenth. That's fine so. Don't
1: troll me I asked you about this A few days ago And you uh, You answered very differently Give me a true answer Yeah
0: look I'm a little worried I'm a little worried But um a little I'm, worried? I'm, I'm sensing real shades Of North Melbourne 2016 Is what I'm smelling Oh <laughs> mate Like that
1: To be honest That's actually the one thing That's scaring the <laughs> bejesus out of me That we could get to this point Where perhaps we You know We win our first eight games Or something And then we do a Do a North Melbourne From that yeah. year And then I'm the most miserable So I'm, I'm trying to not be Too excited Purely it's for not that working. reason, there's a. Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's <laughs> probably not working. Look, I don't know where we're going to sit, Banjo. I don't know. I don't think we've seen enough to know where we actually are. But I am confident enough to say that we are a vastly improved team on what we were last year. And that, in and of itself, is quite exciting.
0: My serious take, and I'm going to be real with you here, is that. Ooh. With this list, if Goody doesn't win the flag, he should be sacked. Not this again!
1: You ran with this a few years ago, and then we made the prelim. right. (laughs) Yeah, he's not going to get. Oh well, I mean, if the year drops off like a cliff, he Mm. still could. But no, you were wrong. Admit it, you were wrong. You were not right about Goody getting sacked.
0: I never said I was. he, He was going to get sacked, or he had to be sacked. I said. If he didn't meet these markers, he should be sacked. And I, that's a completely different thing.
1: I know your games, Banjo. I know this thing that you do and that you just try to build it up to enable me to fall down. You, you just try to create these... I, I know what you're doing. And I'm not happy I'm not with that, Banjo. not being very subtle. Can we move on to North Melbourne now? Tell me about if your that's pain. all,
0: If that's all the skiting you want to do about <laughs> Melbourne, I'd uh, happily...
1: I have a feeling it may come up once or twice as we move along, but... Come on, Banjo. I want to hear your misery. That's what everyone came here for. They want to drink your tears in.
0: Okay, let's be honest. (laughs) It was tough. I went to Good Friday. Dark day. How was
1: that? How was that? Was that fun? Uh, Let let me into a day of Banjo. Let me know. How did it go? For
0: a quarter and a half, it was all right. Yeah, you did start okay, didn't you? That's been a pattern. Play a good quarter and a half and we played three quarters this week, so that was fun. Oh, and it was uh, fun. Was yeah, it? we're on the up. We're on the up. No, uh, it's been a tough season. I'm not gonna lie, there's no real other way to describe it. Last year was probably worse to be honest though, so far. What? Well, I had expectations last year. This year I thought I was gonna we were gonna Last
1: year us. you won your first two games.
0: Yeah, and then our coach had a mental breakdown and we didn't we won one more for the rest of the year. I'm aware of
1: that, but you don't know whether this year will improve. I would say this time compared to last year, this would have to be far more miserable. What's your percentage at the moment? It's like, is it less than 50?
0: It's considerably less than 50. <laughs> How much is it? 30s? After going up 11, it's at 43.
1: <laughs> That's, mate, that, that is worse than Melbourne under Mark Neal.
0: Yeah, season's not over yet, buddy.
1: Uh, it's not over yet. Uh, it's good stuff. Life is good, isn't
0: it? Yeah, well, we still lost by nearly 60 points less than you did under Dean Bailey. So give it a rest, bud.
1: Wait, what? <laughs> and
0: we lost by 128 points. That's 58 ah, yes, points yes, less than when yes, you lost yes, by 186. Ah, well, at
1: least you have the record for the the biggest win in the Western Bulldogs history. That that's nice. Yeah, I'm sure you have it for five. You, like, you had five Josh Bruce kick 10 goals against you. Josh Just Bruce, let that sink in. 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 Josh in honesty, Bruce. In all
0: honesty, Josh Bruce if he only had to play North Melbourne would be more highly rated than John Coleman. He is unbelievable <laughs> every time he plays North Melbourne. Really? Yeah, he's he's kicked More goals in his last three games against North Melbourne than I think in his last thirty games
1: of football, (laughs) mate. That's embarrassing. I mean, he is a. I mean, if we had to define an average footballer, it would be Josh Bruce. Yeah. Definition of average, and he kicked ten against you, and regularly kicks bags against you.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm enjoying this. This has been a good start to the podcast. I'm having a lot of fun.
0: We knew at the start of the year we were shit. Where do you have us finish here on the ladder?
1: Uh, Second last. (laughs) <laughs>
0: I So we're meeting my expectations you're even,
1: But you are below your own expectations anyway Did you think you would be this bad? I can tell from the way you talk about it You are still devastated
0: I'm not devastated oh, like, oh, You're not devastated the, the games to go to are rough But like the, during the week there's less pain than, Like 2016, the second half of that year Was more like depressing <laughs> That's in still my, my, my general favorite life year.
1: <laughs> that's still my favourite year. I don't think anything will beat that. No, because you were so arrogant. Yeah, the the, the fall not. is
0: better. Yeah, but we're, we'll be right. We're right. Jaden Stevenson's a jet. That's all that matters. All right
1: righto. All right, banjo. So we're going
0: to get four priority picks at the end of the year, anyway. So then we'll be right. four of them.
1: Yeah, that's quite a bit. That's a conservative estimate. <laughs> All right, Banjo, I think it's time for us to do a bit of catching up, don't you think? Yes, it's been a month. Yeah, a month into the year of footy and a a fair bit has happened and we both sort of got our favourite sort of discussion points that we're going to run with off the top.
0: Yes, yes, we've got. I've got a whole heap. Uh, I've actually already done my goody bit, so that was the first one I wanted to get out of the way, <laughs> does that mean
1: I have to start because you've yeah, already so. with your number I one? Think so. All right, banjo. Look, the first team I want to talk about because I believe that the biggest shock this year, positive or negative, just mm-hmm. just in general, is Sydney. Yeah, I think. I mean, we did our the expectations. The silver spoon of their ass team. Yes, yes, okay Well you can yeah. go with that take soon But at the start of the season We did our expectations thing uh, where, where, where they're going to finish I don't remember exactly what we said for Sydney But I think I we think were talking b- bottom bottom
0: six, yeah, bottom, four,
1: bottom six Yeah, it might have been bottom six perhaps um, And they are an incredibly different team I mean firstly in terms of results But I think most importantly In terms of the way they are playing They are an entirely different team To what they've been under Longmire ever
0: Yeah, I'd, do you credit it all to Don Pike? Or do you think Longmire has a fair bit to do with See, it? See,
1: that's the thing we get into. It's, it's the same with Goodwin at the moment. He was getting hammered yeah. last year, so and as soon as we start is... winning, it's Choco and Uze <laughs> yeah. who do it. So we have to give it to John Longmire. And, like I, I actually, I've done a bit of thinking about. Like, I think we have to say that he is one of the best coaches in the competition now, with what he has put together this year. Because
0: hasn't he always been thought of in that
1: way? I, I suppose. I suppose with, with how I've talked about, it, you know, a few times in the past, I've been of the opinion that whilst he has been a good coach, yeah. perhaps. Sydney have been getting a little bit stale. The game's been moving past him. There hasn't been a lot of changes. Um, I I was doing a bit of thinking about it. and There's a few factors we kind of look at when we look at actual coaches Mm -hmm. and how we think they can coach. Because obviously we don't know. We don't see behind closed doors. We
0: don't even know the tactics because nobody tells
1: us. We watch a team play and we feel like we know whether their coach is good. And he's basically ticked all of those boxes. I mean, the most obvious one is we look at their list and we judge what we think their list is like and then we see whether the they Brad's
0: perform corollary. pretty
1: much we see whether they perform above or below it I think that's always been a tick for a long mm-hmm. he's always performed above the talent which he's had in his list
0: Oh, not, not those years they made grand oh, finals I saw their best weird. but they
1: were consistently grand finals I didn't think they were quite at that level like, no, I had a pretty I, good all side alright right. let's continue on to my other factors Banjo I've got a few of them second one is identifiable game style Um, And as much as as anything, an identifiable game style just shows that you have players, you have a system, you have everyone who's sort of buying into the same thing and you're able to execute it. Absolutely been the case with Longmire across the years. It's been a pretty simple game style, but they played the most accountable, most one-on-one footy, Mm. contested ball, all of that. So that's been a tick for him. A third one is I reckon you look at individual players and you see whether they seem to know their roles in the team. Are there players who look a bit lost, who look like they don't know what they're doing? I think that's always been a tick with Longmire. The one thing which has been a question with him is whether he can adapt his game style in the way that... Clarkson has done in the past in the way that even I mean Hardwick these days they've had the same game style for a few years but he changed it a fair bit before he he found something that worked exactly I'd never seen that from Longmire before Mm. so I mean we're looking at them now and they're an entirely different team he has to be right up in that top sort of handful of coaches now
0: yeah, I've just always assumed he was. Mm. Though, to be honest, I don't think I've. Well, that's really been the one. My opinion on the him. The one
1: question mark on him was whether he could adapt to yeah. changes in style and be able to last longer than. I mean, how long has he been the job? Ten years or so. But if he can, even
0: longer, I think. He, yeah. He, he took over in the noughties, like two thousand nine or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably right. But um, so I mean, obviously he's been a good coach. I've always yeah. known he has been a good coach, but I think this puts him in the top. Echelon. The fact now that if he can rejuvenate things and mm. change things around and become a career coach, that that's huge. Yeah, yeah. I
0: just Longmire hasn't been my takeaway for Sydney. Mm. If I'm honest, I haven't put okay. much thought in. What,
1: what's your takeaway from Sydney?
0: Well, so the kids are really good. Let's get yes, that out of the way. They are quite good. I'm yes. Not taking anything from the individuals.
1: They've got the top four rising star favourites already. I think. Are they actually yeah. the favourites? I, I think it's yeah. It's Goulden. Campbell, Logan McDonald and Warner. Warner, I'm pretty sure they're the top four favorites, which is just crazy.
0: Yeah. I don't know how, I don't think that's quite accurate, but anyway, it doesn't really matter. Look look at the odds. No, no, I just don't think the odds are a fair reflection of the market. But Don't worry about that. Yep. That's beside the point. Probably a tangent we didn't need to go on, but the more important point is that they shouldn't have half those kids. They've had four. Here we go. Grumpy Banjo. (sighs) Yeah, another club that's had more than one top ten pick that they didn't deserve. That they didn't earn.
1: What do you mean that they didn't Wouldn't that you say all father-sons, for... all academy? Yeah, and
0: who's had more than one?
1: Geelong had a lot of father-sons for a period of time in their I mean, best team. in the team.
0: last decade and with... And... As in top 10 picks Geelong didn't get A single father-son top
1: Can 10 Can you picks. explain So we hear all this time About how their academy Is unfair And is in their favour And all of that stuff What is it exactly That makes their academy So unfair Is it geography Is it a bigger land mass Is so that they
0: have Half of the most populous state So mm-hmm. automatically Who don't play football Yeah but it's Twice the size Of Brisbane or Gold Coast Yeah Well maybe I don't know With the Darwin stuff They've got A very rich part Of the state Which means uh, and historically in Australia, richer regions have produced more professional athletes.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And to be honest, they've been allowed to pump as much money as they want into it. And they're a very, very rich football club. It is just a rotting of the system. So
1: well, what, do you, what do you want to happen? How do you want to change it? We took Kohler away from them. What do you want I to happen now? I
0: genuinely want. So I do think there's an important function in developing pathways for kids in non-traditional states to play AFL. Having high-performance programs, develop them, developing them properly, because they don't come against enough of the higher-quality competition to develop themselves. Uh, there is a real gap in the market there, and it needs to be addressed. It just shouldn't be addressed by football clubs that get material benefit out of it that other clubs don't.
1: But but do you have an issue with the academy system in general? Yes. So all academies, you want stripped, you want gone. Yes. Okay. All right. I didn't know that's where you were going all to go.
0: NGAs, all NGAs, all. I'm um, father-son. Are you okay romantic. with father-son? Yeah, it's, it's romantic and, to nah. be fair... I reckon it's a bit old-fashioned, to give, be honest. But... I'd, give Gold, I'd give Gold Coast and GWS an academy until they have enough history to have father-son. they can sons. stand on their own two feet?
1: Exactly. Yeah, okay,
0: all right. And probably a limited academy in terms of catchment area and stuff like that, but that's what I'd allow them to do. But the fact that Sydney gets to double-dip on both and also, steal other club's father-sons, which I'm very grumpy. <laughs> oh, so that's what this comes down it to. You're not, still grumpy about a North player being taken. Or a
1: potential North player being taken.
0: <sighs> like, North, North netted out even on this. Because we got Taron Thomas. Like, we got the exact same level of talent that we would have got either way. Like, that's not <laughs> the issue. I'm bitter but it's not really the pod- I don't know why I Academies. wanted to do
1: a podcast. I knew what would happen. You just create all these north melbourne centric takes. You be a grump. This sydney are the north best. Melbourne's- the best news story going around and you just decide to be all this grumpy isn't a about a melbourne centric
0: take. This is an anti sydney take. <laughs> But it stems from hatred,
1: Banjo. Let's of move on. It
0: stems from hatred. Everything I do regarding football stems. That's from That's exactly
1: hatred. Where, what I'm saying. You That's can't the point ask I...
0: <laughs> me about any football club, and my opinion won't stem from hatred.
1: Okay, all the Gold right. Coast
0: because they mean that we're not there.
1: You're back to being grumpy, Banjo, and I like it because it means you're miserable. But what, what's your uh, what what topic do you want to bring to the table?
0: Geelong in trouble are long in, trouble. Long in okay. trouble Are they really
1: in trouble? They have so many injuries
0: I'm kind of ruling them out of the flag though
1: You're ruling them out already mate That's a that's a Kane Collins big call of the week I don't know. They
0: just look so uninspired And I think they they're historically been A game plan that suited the way Football used to be played And allow and like They used to zone really hard, yep, Take a yep. lot of intercept marks And feast on that slow football Dominate territory but if that's not the way you can play football anymore, they're very slow in the back line. Mm-hmm. They're quite tall and have been able to control the air, but they're slow. And if they're not able to do that and control, control the game from their back line, because that's where their strength is like. Tom uh, Tom Morgan's won Coleman's, but it's not really been the strength of the team.
1: They've been they defensively yeah. very, very good under yeah. Scott. I think they've been top like the whole way through
0: the last five years. Yeah. like If they don't have that... I don't think they can win a flag because I don't think their offensive talent is anywhere near good enough. I don't even think their midfield's good enough.
1: Mm. Look, I, I, I suppose if all, nothing's really changed. Like they've always been like this. I know you say that the, the mm. game's different now, and that's fair enough. That's a reasonable point to make. But nothing's really changed. Their players they have out at the moment. I mean, who are Dangerfield? Is like been their one X factor player forever. Yeah. Cameron is an X factor player. on the Rowan's weekend. out. Parfitt's probably not so X factor. But I mean, no, that's. Good, it was more McQuote Yeah, but like, that's the players they're missing Are those players who give them spark and give them drive They've always been a boring team um, But they've had enough players to sort of lift them in those moments I think we wait and we hold with Geelong. I still think they're going to be a very good team. That list is too good not to be. And we've we've also seen Scott has changed. If we're talking about the coaching Mm. indicators, we have seen him change his game style um, quite a few times. We thought they were dropping off a couple of years ago Mm. and they got in some youth. They refreshed. They got better with forward half pressure um, and they became a contender Mm. again. I'm backing them in. Ruling them out, you are? Right. I don't All think
0: right. they can win the flag. I can see them making a prelim, but I just don't think they
1: have the hype. <laughs> well, that's consistent Geelong, isn't it? Pre- yeah. Prelim, maybe scrape through to a granny if they're lucky, and but never get there. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I think that's where they're at. To be fair, you may have just made the point that they're no different from last year <laughs> by doing that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But I don't think they can win the flag. And after adding Cameron mm. uh, Smith and Higgins...
1: We and, said at the start of the year, a flag's pretty much what they got to do. Yeah. Or otherwise, it's a fail. Yeah, so,
0: I think they're going to fail. Wait What's and see. What's
1: your next one? My next one, so I went with a positive one with the first one. I wanted to talk about the good news story, and you dragged it down like the grump, which you are. But I am going with a bit of a negative one this time. And I've had to downgrade this slightly due to their performance on the weekend. Mm. But GWS, uh, I find just about the most intriguing team in the competition at the moment. Why is that? Well... At the start of the year, again, we did our uh, biggest questions mm-hmm. and all of that about all of the teams, and I think this is probably the most poignant one, which we did. In that, remember Nice we, word. Great word. Remember when we looked at it and we said, can their leaders pull them out of this? They mm-hmm. had issues with leadership last year, question marks on Cameron, question marks on Cornelio. Um, they had all the issues in the hub and with players leaving, the exodus of players and all of that, and that we need the leaders to step up and yep. to show change. Since that time, you watch. <laughs> I've watched making their mark. <laughs> and the leaders are not painted in a very, very good light. No. And to be honest, until the game on the weekend, the way they were playing was, I mean, if you're saying mm. that Geelong are looking sort of lifeless and not a lot of energy, not yeah. playing for their coach or without any things like I mean, GWS have summed that up in those first three rounds. I mean, do you remember Remember a few years ago, they were the, they were the Ferrari, the, the Rolls-Royce and yeah. all of that? I remember watching um, a final... Um, GWS Sydney where it yeah. felt like it was a big sort of tussle and as soon as the ball hit on the outside it was almost as if I think my thing at the time there's was almost like conveyor belts yeah. going in direction of GWS's goal because they were just so quick and fast yeah. on the outside flip that now when you watch a GWS game they're just crashing into the contest really slow no energy about them and well, I just
0: that's, that it's, it's been a structural decision because they've prioritised those yeah. players look who's playing in the midfield it's not Josh Kelly It's not Lockie Whitfield even when he was healthy. It's Jacob Hopper. And he's worse than those two players, yet he's the one who's played on the inside because he's a certain type of player that Cameron is valuing. He's that tough inside ball winner. And they're not even good at that. They're bottom six with contested ball and stuff like that, but that's all they've got in the toolkit. So it just doesn't work at all.
1: Do you feel that Cameron was so offended by this idea of they're a talented team and they're not tough and all of that, that he just went so extremely the other way and just determined to make them all he, contested what footy. What was he
0: like as a footballer? I have no memory of him. No, neither. No, I don't so, think he was good enough to have memory of him. I was, I, was just, I was just thinking, if he was a tough footballer, maybe if he had this sort of personal attachment to that kind to of t- Yeah, contested footy, yeah. But... I honestly don't know I just I don't think he's a very good coach I'm sorry Have you watched Making Their Martin Yeah, yet? I finished it yeah. yesterday or how, how
1: bad does he come across? He's
0: awful I've now pretty solidly arrived at the conclusion that Making the grand final was bad for the football club Because it got him an extension
1: mm. <laughs> Well Okay, yeah, alright you, You've never been a big fan of Levin no, know No, I've been
0: criticising him for yeah. quite a while And I'm patting myself on the back here Because I think I'm right <laughs> He's just He doesn't bring anything to the table. He may be perfectly adequate in not cratering a situation. He's not, um, I don't know, James Hurd. But that's pretty low bar. Like James Hurd tore apart Essendon. You've got to add something. You've got to give something to a football club. And I think for the talent they've had, he's underperformed. He's clearly not had a strong enough culture to keep the players Yeah Engaged and wanting to stick around Because they've lost so many players every year They lose more players than Gold Coast now Part of that is that they have players' teams won, but still.
1: <laughs> I think. I mean, if you look, watch Making Their Mark and the parts on GWS, it's pretty mm. much just the exact example of how you lose your players. Yeah. Like, if you wanted to watch video a video on how to lose players, it is just watch that documentary. Yeah. Um, but I suppose, look, on the weekend, the one thing you got to say, Toby Green's captain, seem yes, to lift them, seem to play thinking. a different style. Maybe they have a Who better knows? captain now. Yeah, I,
0: perhaps. I don't think it... Suits Canelio Yeah I love oh, You bad. know how much I love Canelio
1: yeah. But he doesn't seem To be a captain
0: no. Does he And he needs to give up On the statue Yeah um, just, he has just
1: quickly Before we move on From GW How do you see The future pan out For them Like I mean Do you think Cameron well, Josh, Sacked Drop off the bottom Josh Kelly's
0: leaving To North Melbourne Obviously Yes all right Apart from that That's band. why they're not Giving him any <laughs> Centre bounce Attendances Because they know He's out the door Um <laughs> In all honesty He's due eight, a million a year for eight years And he'll end at 34 There is no way he's turning down that extension I agree with you I agree uh, with you. But yeah Cameron If Cameron survives the year I don't I'll be staggered Yeah I think I agree with because you Because I can't see them making finals And they're like third last anyway mm. I can't see them making finals And I That's just not good enough for the list they have They still have They've lost so many players And they still have like Maybe the fifth most talented list. I don't know. It's still decent. Oh,
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, they there's still a bit there. They, they, they should be better than there. they are. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I'm worried about them. I think there's a chance Cameron will get the sack, and then yeah. I think there's a fair chance a few players will leave. And I don't know what the future's going to hold then. To bit be of a fair, watch. This at least day. they
0: should have money to try and keep the players now with the, <laughs> the exodus they had. Last well, that's year. true.
1: What have you got for
0: us now, Bench? Keeping my negative line. Oh, of course. A bit worried about Brisbane. It's not so much their fault as Mm. everything else, but they've had a rough trot. The COVID scare that kept them here. I know they beat Collingwood anyway, so maybe it doesn't matter that much, but three weeks away from home sort of sets back your season, Mm. makes it a bit tough because you can't go home and see your family. They're the only team that didn't really have to deal with hubs with Gold Coast. No, so they wouldn't have been used to it from last year. I'd just... I'm interested to see how they
1: uh, handle it. I'm a little worried about them too, to be honest. Where are they on the ladder now? They're quite down the bottom. They've yeah, they're, they're, like won one game. Yeah, they um, be second last. <laughs> right, it was honest. funny. All the talk after their really good year a couple of years ago was, oh, are they going to do a Melbourne now and drop off? And then they obviously didn't and got better. And at the moment, you'd be a little bit nervous about a young team and how they're going. I probably don't disagree with you. I'm they're a bit worried young, about though. them. That's true. Yeah, that's true. They do have a bit of experience there these days.
0: I'm just I'm to be honest, a bit worried about their midfield. Neil is just not there at the moment. Like there's He's all hurt. Talk he's, admitted his he's injury, hurt. Yeah. yeah. And it's gotta be pretty bad if you're admitting during the season he's heard. Weird
1: that he admitted it actually. They don't yeah. do that often whilst they're still playing.
0: If I was against him, all I'd be doing during the game tag him and punch him in the back.
1: Yeah, but you're a dog, so of course yeah, that's expected.
0: That's how you play football, Scott.
1: Oh, about Brisbane, I mean, do they have the lankiest Key forwards in the history of the game, like I find it just mind blowing how lanky. Certainly, in my
0: memory of it, yes, it's I would not think. Close. A
1: hipwood and Danah are the two lankiest key forwards I've ever seen, probably, and they're now playing alongside each other. I think it's hilarious Hip watching it. Hipwood
0: and Danah are game. the most I've <laughs> ever seen people look like giraffes. Yeah. And And now they're the same. There's there's two of them. It It kind of normalises them for me, though, to be honest. When they stand next to to each other, other, I kind of go, is that just what a human looks like? Have I been mean all this time? But I don't think so. (laughs) Uh,
1: All right, Banjo. Another take for me. Uh, I'm going a bit down an individual player route this time. Uh, Although I'm not so much talking about the player himself, but more about the development around Mm -hmm. him. Sam Walsh. Um, Mm, I know you love him And he's in your fantasy team So I see you bloody beaming over there But fair enough Obviously been Pretty much the
0: only thing I've been getting joy out of In football (laughs) at the moment So let me have it
1: Obviously been mighty impressed With how he's been playing this year But God, for me, I just look back on his development from the start. And I mm. think like, I mean, say North Melbourne, say you get a bunch of kids in next year. Yep. Give him a call. Give Carlton a call. See how they have developed him. It I'm has sure there'll be a minimal <laughs> for telling us how to develop players well. Well, maybe the players will have a <laughs> chat to him. They often do that. There's a bit of a player's code going yeah. on there. but. I just think it's just perfect the way he's developed. I mean, from his first game, he came in. There was a bit of talk around him as the number one draft pick. Mm. It wasn't extreme. They didn't make too much of a big big deal about it. Played a bit half forward, bit wing, bit of wing. Played all right. Looked okay. He did win the Rising Star. Yeah, Come I'm probably. saying I'm saying round one. Oh yeah. But then um, <laughs> for the rest of the year, he played a bit half forward, bit wing, sort of an important role, but not a super important yeah. role. The next year, he's going into the midfield a little bit. And now all of a sudden, he is that. Yeah, That they really important elite to player use his
0: elite. He's always had an elite tank So from that perspective He could always play winning yeah. at a pretty high level And he, he was a really high performing rookie Like He averaged over 20 touches Maybe like 24 touches even I don't remember off the top of my head yeah. But he's always been yeah. really good But it was a bit It wasn't the contested ball And his disposal was a bit iffy But they've slowly brought him into the inside Where the disposal issues aren't as important because you're not getting that clean outside ball where you have to use it well and he's somehow becomes untackleable he doesn't look like a man yeah yeah he's so strong he's really agile and he's got great awareness in the contest he knows which way the exits are his ability to just work to the outside of a stoppage when he's got the ball is almost the best in the competition like he just waltzes it's Almost Pendlebury like. Yeah, he does he does it with more sort of frenetic
1: energy. He but doesn't but really look like a footballer, does he? But No. <laughs> just, yeah. He still kinda looks like a kid if yeah. honest. I like I just I just love looking back on his few years in the system now, I know stages of feel like the heat has been too much on him, too yeah. much responsibility on him. But at the same time he's been given important roles, mm. he's been given a chance to shine. I think they've just nailed it. Like a lot of clubs will either hide them, yeah, or they'll yeah. give them too much responsibility. Yeah. And both could kill them, but yeah. It, They've absolutely nailed it with Walsh.
0: Amusingly, him and Harry Mackay are probably the only two notable development success stories they've had recently. Yeah. Oh, actually, Wiedering too. So they've actually yeah. been pretty good with it yeah. now I think yeah. about it. Although they did go pretty close to mucking up Wiedering with, uh, <laughs> with the year at half forward. But my, I've decided I'm also going to do a player. Mm-hmm. Zach Butters, another one of my fantasy boys. Oh. But he has looked so good.
1: Mate, he's, watched, he's injured. He's dead. He's we done. in game. Yeah,
0: we watched yeah. the Port Richmond game, and he was clearly the best player on the ground until he got hurt. Like, he was so far better than anyone else. Every second word we said was, shit, Butters is doing well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Odd Oddpla- I really thought. Obviously, he's been good, basically, mm. from the day he's gone into the club. Yeah. But I, I was really worried he's going to be one of those players who can't quite find a role. Like, he seems too skinny to be an inside mid, uh, just sort of it's floating around half-forward wing. Yeah, yeah um, but... That doesn't seem to be an issue. He's finding a lot more ball than I think for... Yeah. Um, obviously, he's spending a little bit of time in the midfield. But for the most part, that's a tough role, that sort of half-forward, yeah. pushing up to the wing sort of role. Really easy to get lost. But he's consistently finding a he lot of play,
0: He plays at such a high pace. He uses the ball really well. He's super tough. He's so clean. Yeah. Like, he just brings so much to the table. And he's, yeah, playing the hardest position on the field, I reckon. Mm. Like, it's not centre-half-forward yeah. yeah, like we traditionally thought. It's that half forward flank that has to both link up in the midfield and get forward and hit the scoreboard and he's one of the few that does it well. Tell you another player
1: who does that role very well um... Kate Hoare from the D's AFLW team uh, she, I, I'm amazed with her Because she plays a role like that And she kicks goals every week She gets plenty of the ball every week I'm loving your face at the moment You're really enjoying this take I just But assumed similar you, sort I of players I
0: just assumed you didn't want to talk about AFLW After you got embarrassed by Adelaide on the Oh yeah, because
1: you can talk Being the team who got eliminated the week before At
0: least we put up a good fight in our final
1: <laughs> Nah, it's been good stuff the whole AFLW A bit of a sad <laughs> end to the season For the D's yeah, girls Yeah, both though.
0: of us really but anyway, I reckon, oh, actually, we should quick mention at Collingwood. Mm. How, do you think the sky is falling down with them?
1: Well, I probably don't find them as interesting as a lot of people do. I, I think for me, I kind of expected them to be where they are. I, I kind of had my laugh at them over the offseason, now they're screwed, and now they've continued to be. Like, I don't think it's too much of a shock they are where they are. They, there are plenty of warning signs.
0: That's, yeah, fair. But there's also a chance they traded away their first round pick. To get Nick Dacos,
1: yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: they pretty much would have got at the pick anyway.
1: <laughs> Football Encyclopedia: they've changed the father-son rules or no, something? Not, not no, they've
0: changed the NGA rules, so you can't take so an NGA in the first twenty, but the father-son's the same.
1: So it's not, yeah. So it's not relevant for Dacos. But no, not relevant. They've still just got to give up a lot for him because he's yeah, bloody good. he
0: will be probably like be pick, pick two or three yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which you know. If they gave up pick four for him, it's pretty much at cost. Mm. So,
1: It'll be interesting to see if they do have the salary cap room, which they supposedly now mm. have for getting rid of all these players and they get some gun over the off-season. But I'd be a bit worried about that culture that One thing of that for
0: club. GWS is they do have Collingwood's first-round pick. So that's something to look for.
1: Okay, yeah, that's handy. Time to segment up?
0: Yes, I reckon. So the worst segment we've got, let's start with that. Oh, those.
1: you're not going to start with that, are you? Everyone knows that's everyone's favourite segment. Gold jacket, green jacket. Now, like, I've been a little bit... I am
0: bit... living proof that that's not the case.
1: I, I, I'm a little bit concerned because I know we've got a big gap between our podcasts yeah. now. So I'm worried that in the last month or so you might have forgotten where the name of the segment comes from and what it is. So I just need to recap, probably for you more than our listeners, they're probably a bit more intelligent than you, but the the title of the segment, it comes from... You know that film, Happy Gilmore, starring Adam Sandler?
0: don't think I've ever seen it.
1: (laughs) In the movie, has a great line in which he says, gold jacket, green jacket, who gives a shit? So we have a bit of a fun take on the games, which no one gives a shit about. And we used to give 321 votes for every week. Obviously, we're doing it monthly now, so I've actually... to go back and look on the whole month and see what the most meaningless games of the first month of footy are now i can see the excitement in your eyes you
0: know the most meaningless <laughs> this, part is of a this fascinating podcast? <laughs> when you spend two minutes wasting everybody's time with that useless explanation it's not a hard concept to grasp
1: we have new listeners they need to no, know and, and you you struggle to grasp i, but I needed to explain it to you 3-2-1 votes. It's time to get excited. One vote I've given to a game, which happened in round two. Richmond defeated Hawthorne by 29 points at the MCG.
0: Not a North Melbourne game.
1: No, no, no. You, you, may, you may feature as, as we go along. Wow. Uh, I was expecting 3-2-1. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, obviously the 128-point loss was the most interesting game that's happened all year because that was the most yeah, fun fun I've ever too had. too embarrassing to make it to this. Yeah, but look, this one for... I actually almost kind of look back on it now and be like it wasn't that... Ah, uh, yeah, no Look, it was a very predictable result The margin was 29 points I think mm. we've said a few times before That around that five goal mark Is probably the most boring uh, margin You can possibly it's have
0: It's not close And it's not interesting To watch the car crash it's, it,
1: Exactly So I'm pretty satisfied With having that as the one vote banjo
0: That's fine by me
1: Alright, two votes I accidentally wrote it down As Frio defeated North I wish that would have been funny But uh, two <laughs> votes we're going to
0: That'll happen in two weeks, Scott You don't have to wait long
1: <laughs> Two votes is going to actually the, the most recent game on the uh, football schedule was actually Fremantle defeated Hawthorne on Sunday night this week uh, now that was a game which I don't think anyone really knew happened uh, I think Freo were probably expected to win no one really cares about yep, them probably Hawthorne, by the amount
0: they did win by too
1: yeah yeah they won Give it was cum- in Perth yeah, uh, it was pretty much exactly what mm. you would expect out of the game. There were no particular stories to come out of it, no real injuries or.
0: Oh, Jonathan Brown described the uh, foot race between Giath and Frederick as like a 100 metre final. I did see that. Which was, you know, a bit eyebrow raising.
1: I'm not even going to touch on that, Banja. Uh, Nathan Fife kicked no goal six, so that was kind of interesting, I suppose. Mm. Unfortunately, Tom Mitchell got you a lot of ball. are at uh, Yeah, look, there wasn't a lot, and that that's exactly what I'm getting at. So that's why that gets two votes. But it's not the worst, Banjo, because let's all get excited. For the first time of the year, North Melbourne are the Gold Jacket, Green Jacket team. So in round two, Gold Coast defeated North Melbourne by a whopping 59 points. So to those teams, we say... Gold jacket, green jacket. Who
2: gives
0: a shit? I actually fully agree with this because I'd forgotten this game had happened. I've already wiped it from the memory, moved on. As far as I'm concerned, didn't happen. So it's the least
1: depressing result which you've had. So it stands out. Oh,
0: it is not the least depressing result we've had. <laughs> it's the second most depressing result we've had.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, why do you remember it then? Because surely you would have had I a lot st- of misery that it would I'm have stuck in your head I a little bit.
0: Don't remember it. Yeah. Because I don't. Act, I'm actively choosing not to remember any North Melbourne games this year That's my policy I don't think you can talk me out of it Until we win a game And then I'll choose very hard to harp on that
1: Look, I'm trying to look at if there's any interesting stats But to be honest, I don't know Rank and kick three um, Noah Anderson no. at 35 disposals oh, He good. actually
0: was really
1: good That game or in general? <laughs> that game, he will uh, be man, really good. this was really a good funny one, one Sean Atley had a ripper for my fantasy team with the hundred and five, and you told me it was the worst hundred and five game ever that he turned it over every time he touched the ball. So that, that that's kind of funny. To be fair, if he's
0: ever had another hundred and five <laughs> game, it was quite likely just like that. <laughs> look, we're <laughs> oh, re- he's frustrating.
1: <laughs> we're reaching a little bit, but um, look, that was fun, wasn't it? Talking about the most meaningless games in football.
0: Um, great I great I segment. Apologise to everyone for <laughs> wasting five minutes of their life. Anyway, let's move on. We're going to uh, a segment that people actually enjoy and can engage with. We're going to the Cane Corns Call of the Week where we celebrate a big call made in the media recently over the last month. Because as Scott said, Mm. we're not doing this weekly anymore. Biggest, dumbest calls. yeah. And then we make one of our own. So the big call this week or this month was Wayne Carey Mm. pretty much a week ago saying the Saints are done. He wrote them off.
1: They were 1-2 and two yep. after three games. Famously, and he said, no one's ever made
0: finals from that position. <laughs>
1: And he said that their season is over and they will not make finals. And I probably enjoy the story which we got out of this as much as anything because you sent it to me and I... No, I sent it to you yep. saying this is one of the biggest Cane Corns calls we've seen. My what a response ridiculous thing. was like...
0: Yeah, but have you looked at their
1: f- fixture? <laughs> yeah, you tried to... Def- you, you said, yeah, I agree with you, but I think he's going to end up being right. Yeah. I think is what you said. And then to make it even more amusing, halfway through St Kilda's game on the weekend, uh, you messaged me saying, see, I told you Wayne Carey was going to be right. That is right. how I phrased that. Oh, that's exactly what you said. No I, I. You were smiling I, And laughing at me Saying Oh yeah, yeah See I told you I ain't care He was right That's what you were saying And then they lie. ran over The top of them Then our two and two With some You're momentum behind them to
0: me. You didn't cross my mind When I sent you that <laughs> You did obviously Cross my mind When I sent you the text But not in that way But yeah It's embarrassing And then they came back <laughs> And had a two point turnaround against A team that was probably Fourth favourite For the flag Almost Something like that West Coast are a highly rated side that The second last Premier in terms of the side to win a flag. That just had a diabolical turnaround. Could not have been
1: worse for him. He he put himself in a situation which. Literally one result being surprising to him Would make him look like an idiot yeah. And that's exactly what happens mm. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it was some fine work from the duck
0: I absolutely loved it To be fair, it was very much in the spirit of Cane Corns Yeah, well, it was He very really, Caunchy. really yeah. has learned the yeah. template I'm if impressed he wants, like, he hasn't, Has he been a frequent visitor to the Cane cornsy. I feel like he's popped in once or twice But not, not, no, not he, a Cane or a Dermot or anything like yeah, that Yeah, yeah, yeah If he keeps working this hard we <laughs> might not have to, we, not, we might not have to talk about anybody else
1: Oh, well, yeah, maybe it'll be the Wayne Carey big call of the week. Maybe. No, no, it's always
0: Kane. He's the greatest player of all time. Maybe become the greatest uh, hot take artist of of AFL all time.
1: Would you like my cancorns? corn? I would call, like yours. Man? So this is my big call of the uh, of the month, I suppose. Mm. I've been quite offended recently. Yep. Because I've been hearing this stuff of people trying to compare Coszy Pickett to Cyril Rioli, and I think that's totally unfair and outrageous. I agree. I mean, that Cyril is. is an all time great. It is incredibly unfair to Cosie to compare him to someone who is so much worse than the great man Cosy Pickett, man. Uh, he's going to be so much better than Sirioli. So he's going to win a Norm Smith. Oh, at least one. Which um, club
0: is he going to win that for? Because it won't be Melbourne.
1: What's that? You're suggesting Cozzy's leaving, eh? Well,
0: history tells us that Melbourne don't win flags.
1: Oh, well, yes, okay, all So right. it's
0: obviously got to be for someone else. I'm talking and Brownlow's,
1: I, Coleman's, I Norm am, Smith's, All Australians. I am open
0: to the idea that Cozzy could win a Norm Smith. He is that kind of player, don't get me wrong. Oh, you certainly I just can. think after Petraka leaves to go to Collingwood, the wheels are going to fall off Melbourne a little bit. Cozzy will be out the door too. Maybe he'll go to
1: his uncle's old club. How, mu- how much does it upset you mm. that we- you were so happy about your pick swap trade with us and out of it we got Coszy Pickett who is probably my favourite player now and you would have to be so jealous of him. You have to be so jealous, surely.
0: Look, I'm upset that it wasn't a we absolutely destroyed you in the trade but we
1: didn't lose the trade. You're upset that we have Coszy. You're, you, you have to admit you're jealous, admit it He is so exciting and so fun to watch and so good
0: I like a, Yeah, I'm a little jealous that he's playing for you I'm not jealous, upset I'd like him to play for somebody else
1: <laughs> Yeah, because you'd like to like him
0: Yeah I'll tell you, I kind of still do like him. It's just like...
1: Did you watch the goal that I... the, the one against and killed when he did It took doshed. me a while to
0: find it, but yes, I did. I reckon watch I watched it.
1: that 20 times. I mean, that was unbelievable. That There was no space there. Like, it was one of those kicks into the forward line where there's a massive pack and you're like, we'll get a stoppage. If we get a stoppage, it's a good result. And there was literally no space and he basically ducked under about three tackles and snapped a goal. You better slow down. You seem like you're about
0: to give yourself a brain aneurysm from <sighs> excitement.
1: Oh, mate, he's so good. He's so good. Like... I love him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm getting worried for you What are you
1: going with Banjo? What big um, call?
0: I've decided to follow uh, Wayne Carey's example The template
1: mm. I brought it up earlier i worried
0: about them Brisbane are done
1: Oh, I thought you were going to go Geelong No <laughs> Done, no finals done? No, no finals Where does that come from exactly? I mean, have they got a tough run ahead or?
0: Well, they're one and three mm. So it's uphill from here They've probably got to go, yeah. what? 11 and 7 from here on out Not impossible, they're a good side
1: They are a good side, that, that's very doable They're,
0: percent, they're currently third last uh, The problem is they. I don't think they've got the deepest midfield in the world They've already lost Cam Rainer from it Lockie Neal looks like a shadow of himself And Jared Berry Hasn't hit his form at all Joe Danaher hasn't really changed The, the Formula for them as much as I thought he might And I just, yeah They don't seem... They don't seem as dynamic. They're not playing the game they used to be able to play where they dominated territory, just pile on the pressure, pile on the scoring shots. And it didn't matter if they kicked goals or points because they'd have so many scoring shots that it'd all balance out anyway, and they'd kick a winning score. I just don't think it's happening for them this year.
1: They've got a pretty good run ahead. they got Essendon this week, so you'd think they'd beat them. Then they've got Carlton. That's touching. Port Adelaide, that's not an easy one. And then... Fremantle Although that's in Perth I think there's quite a few Winnable games there It'll be Interesting to check in When we catch up again In a month's time And see where they sit
0: If they go Two and two there That's Real danger signs. Correct. Yeah, they have that to would go be in three in and, and yeah, one. I minimum. feel, yeah,
1: they would have to be three and one. But they, they're a chance to do that.
0: They are a chance to do that. They're even a chance. to go I'll try to, re- 0, to. I'll be try fair. to
1: remember this for our next pod banjo. I Absolutely can't guarantee it, no but we'll see where, you, where they're at.
0: Absolutely no chance you will. But I think that's it for Kane Corn's call of the week. Yes. Now let's get on to our new segment that yeah. has been voted on by the people, voted on by the listener, <laughs> by the listener. Yeah. yeah by the listener. <laughs> Singular. Singular. Uh, it's time to prove yourself to dance.
1: Push yourself to dance Push yourself to dance Push yourself to
0: dance Push yourself to dance Yep so Braden Bruce, big big month for him. He's done a lot. Ah oh, banjo
1: banjo He's played
0: zero games.
1: We've honestly picked Braden Pruce Watch The bloke who is going to be Out injured for three quarters Of the season Yep This is who we're going to be Watching every time we catch up We're going to be talking about How Braden Pruce is going Did
0: Billy Gowers play For three quarters of the season Last year? Yeah but no. I did a lot of
1: work For that I Remember when he got dropped I was checking the VFL reports I was having a look at Remember woof.com.au The Witten Oval online forum yes. To check his uh, match reports <laughs> I was having a look at Their injury reports When he was injured You you got a lot of work to do Because you I, 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 I want it on the record. I did not want Braden Proust's watch. I wanted Grian Myers watch.
0: So let's let's get set things straight. We are doing one quarter of the podcast, therefore I have to do one quarter of the work, and I am doing one quarter of the work. I read the injury report three weeks in a row, so I don't need to go looking. All on right. Book. Well, what,
1: what have you got to bring to the table? Do you have any exclusive? This week or?
0: he is one week closer to returning than he was last week.
1: And what about the week before? We're
0: well, still one week <laughs> further than that, too.
1: How long's he out for? Mm, eight to 12. Oh god, Are you going to drop him from your fantasy team yet?
0: No, I'm going to trade him to you for Luke McDonald.
1: I don't want Bray. He's not going to play. Ah, why are we doing Bray? We're just going to do this exact same thing every week yes. on this segment. Scott, Poochie, have... I'm not happy with you, mate. Scott. This is all Poochie's fault. We said we'll put it to the listeners, by which we mean one, and he stuffed us.
0: The history of this podcast... Has not been about being interesting or being funny. It's about being or doing what I want to do. And that's what we're doing. <laughs>
1: uh, we
0: did Aaron Hall watch for three weeks and then we stopped because I didn't want to do it anymore.
1: So he's still injured. That's, he's still that, injured. That, that's your update? And he'll be injured. Great. The next I, can't, I can't wait to revisit that What in you last need time. to
0: think, remember, is that <laughs> in two pods' time, he'll be back. Or we'll have an actual update in that it was <laughs> that is another pod away. <laughs> that
1: is getting close. Yeah, so we've got one at least one podcast left of no material on Braden Pruitt's watch.
0: There is a Braden Pruitt's Instagram account that I'm going to look at into.
1: I like that. I like that. That's the sort of stuff we need you to bring to the table if this is going to work.
0: Yeah, it's unlikely that I'll remember to do it, but uh, there's
1: a chance. I'm keeping an eye on you, Banjo.
0: Anyway, let's move on. We've decided we're going to have a lot of guests on this year mm. because as... People may have noticed from the last segment, we're not putting in much effort. So we wanted to spread the load.
1: <laughs> That's a surprise. And
0: invite some people on to do some of the talking for us. So we
1: brought in our wonderful girlfriends. I brought along Courtney. Hello. And Kim, I suppose. Look, I, I want to <laughs> make it very, very clear that they were our first option, weren't they? Like We're yes. one of these wonderful ladies onto the we weren't scraping the barrel at all that they're, they're our favorite people and we wanted to bring them along
0: we love them so much that we decided to ignore all our friends that actually were interested in football and we just didn't ask them at all we thought let's go to the two people that know us best and let's let's have them tear us to shreds yeah, we, really. we've
1: given them a brief as well because obviously they're they're not enormous football fans uh, nope. i'd say particularly courtney she um, did fall
0: asleep <laughs> in the last grand final
2: I and sure it was her I'm team, yeah.
1: <laughs> but at least, yeah. You, would you have watched it if it was Hawthorne? No, no, you wouldn't. You missed other Hawthorn grand No, they're on, they're on even keel. They're they're showing. But the brief we've <laughs> I given got them, higher of you, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> the brief we've given them is they're gonna talk about us and how yep. much of a pain in the butt we are as football supporters and how life is living with us supporting yep. football. So
0: we did figure that after forty minutes of listening to us talk, people listening to this pod would then like to progress to. Listening to other
1: people talk about us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're not self-centred at all. But anyway, take it away, girls. It's uh, your forum.
3: Um, Okay, well, I'll go first. This Um, is Courtney, by the the way. way. (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) We are doing well.
3: So I have to say one of the most annoying things about Rory is that because of his love of footy, for the last two years we've had two full-size televisions in our living room. Uh, We've had to design our living room around fitting in these two TVs and it's so that at any time he can have football on one TV while we're watching something else on the other TV, nine times out of ten, he'll still put the footy on the main TV and I'll end up not being able to watch it. So that would be...
0: This is me looking after you. (laughs) That one time out of ten is me going, you know what, you can take control, you can put on whatever you want, I'll just watch it in the background. This is me being a compromising well-adjusted adult and you come and publicly slander me for it. Just not happy about it.
1: Can I confirm this situation is the idea is you're meant to have a movie or a TV show on the main TV and then you've got the little TV on the side for yep. just the football to check the scores etc etc. No. Wait, are you watching the football on the I'm largely
0: of? ignoring the movie while watching the football. But the benefit of this is that I don't have to have I have no reason not to have the commentary on. That's the other side <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's true. Uh, unless it's for Paglia, of course.
0: Yes, but he, he's, he's often doing other sports, so he, it's a very rare occurrence where I'd want to kick Courtney out of the room and listen to Adam.
1: We, we've got a better system. We, we've got a man cave. We, we have a man cave set aside, which was originally meant to be the guest room in mm. which we kicked out of bed within I've about five minutes there are, of moving in.
0: I've heard there are soundproofing
1: issues, though. Are there? <laughs> okay. When I'm watching football, there are soundproofing issues.
2: Yes. Definitely, the volume has to be up about three times more in my room to be able to drown out the sound of your voice.
1: Yeah, I'm not a quiet football watcher. I, I will concede that. I will, And it's definitely worse when the brother's involved.
2: Yeah. So that was going to be one of my three. So my first one is, yes, just the general sound and the dramatics that come with watching the football. So like this can be from pacing around the bedroom or the, or the, or the man cave. Sorry, I should say just that one. Just be glad one. he's not upstairs. Or the upstairs. <laughs> or general house. Yeah, or the house. Sometimes he brings it out into the lounge room. If it's getting really tense, then he'll jump up onto the onto the couch and start (laughs) jumping around like a child on the couch. Kind of like Tom Cruise
3: on Oprah, that (laughs) kind
2: of vibe. Yeah, that kind of vibe, exactly. Um, And so usually I attempt to either send him to the man cave with the door closed and try and up my sound as much as possible, but otherwise I try and avoid him altogether when it comes to watching the football um most recently his brother wanted to come over to watch the AFLW I'm like that's okay he can come over I'll just read my book um, they assured me because it's AFLW and it's not they're not as close A of watches as that watch. yeah okay yeah yes <laughs> not as close of watches you still love it Don't I did assure you worried.
1: we wouldn't be as loud yes exactly
2: you assure me you wouldn't be as loud you walk in and the second it starts there is no reading of the book. It is is—it <laughs> is all sound. I've tried to block it out. I've attempted and now I just give up and try and avoid it at all costs. Can I ask
1: Lewis, yeah. my brother, is he worse than me or how do we compete against each other?
2: Lewis is probably worse. Um, there's been a few times during COVID I think he zoomed in yeah, and even then he know. was still louder on the computer yeah. than you were. He doesn't so, have great volume control. Yeah, he's probably a step up from you by far.
1: Alright, how
3: does banjo go on the football? Well, I was going to say, my second um, annoying thing to deal with um, during football season is actually the opposite And it's that no sound or talking is allowed to be made while the football's on I've been told multiple times that I'm not allowed to speak while the game's playing That that's what the the break is for I'm allowed to speak in the break Why are
0: you framing this as unreasonable? (laughs)
3: But it's not just not talking to you, it's that I'm just not allowed to talk. Even if I was talking to someone else, I'm told you're I'm not.
0: not allowed to You're not allowed to do non-football related things while watching football. In like it's a big group setting and you've just very loudly over the top of the commentary, over the top of the general discussion, quite rudely if I'm honest, interrupting. <laughs> changing the tone of the of the evening or the afternoon and yeah you've just got to have better manners Courtney if did, I'm honest
1: did, did Rory ever try to get you involved in the football watching or discussions is that ever an attempt
3: yeah when we first started dating but we're seven years in and he's given up on that um, yeah because um, it wasn't going there's well. only
0: so many times <laughs> he can try. you can head but a brick wall yeah, wall yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> there's only so many times he can try
0: but um, I'm thinking yeah. of re-upping just you know for some torture to be honest.
1: Now, we haven't been together as long, but we're probably still in that initial stage of the continuing to try to drag him into the football. He's very
0: persistent. To be fair to Scott, he's been dating you long enough that I'd given up about four years ago. (laughs) I don't even, like... I I gave up almost (laughs) immediately.
2: Yeah, Scott tries to get me involved in absolutely everything, whether it's like fantasy football to just general game just watching, which we've already agreed to should not be something that happens. Um, And also, another one there is this whole, you know, grand final preparation. Um, The night before, every single Uh, grand final, (laughs) every year, without a doubt, he will always uh, try and convince me to join him
3: (laughs) on (laughs) a grand
2: final (laughs) marathon. So he pulls an all-nighter every single year to watch all grand finals and basically ruins himself for the day afterwards, I'd like to
0: say I've never even done that. Never yeah, even yeah. thought about doing <laughs> it. You're missing
2: out. you
1: have, have I ever tried to drag you into the marathon? Like, have yes. you actually have you ever watched any of it?
2: No, that's okay. that's something where I draw the line. <laughs> <laughs> like, you attempt and attempt and attempt, but I think eventually you'll get to the point where there's no point asking. What's what just one. Interesting
0: about design. that is there's no chance of him watching a Melbourne winning grand final because they haven't happened since TV was invented I don't think
1: yeah there's some very (laughs) hazy black and white footage of (laughs) Froggy Crompton's goal to put us in front in the 64 grand final but that's about it Froggy's not even the name anymore (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what his actual name I don't know I don't know anyway (laughs) off to you two anything else
3: well my I'd say this is probably the most annoying thing um, about dealing with Rory and his obsession with footy Probably this podcast, to be honest. Oh, Um, Having to listen to him talk about it, listen to him record it, listen... He
1: doesn't talk um, about it, does he? He does.
3: um, Really? Make him making me listen to it. And to be honest, I probably wouldn't want to spend this much time with you, Scott. Um, Scott comes over to the apartment to record. That's probably... This podcast and having to see Scott more than I'd like, probably one of the most annoying things. What did this twist onto (laughs) me all of a
1: sudden? You're (laughs) meant to be bagging back. Kim, bag roaring. Say something negative about Rory.
2: I don't have to but, put up with the podcast, so I but can't I'm say perfect, anything. Scott. Yeah, <laughs> we, at least we, yeah, we do it
1: at Rory's place, I suppose.
2: I have a nice night to myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a great way to spend it.
1: Have you ever listened to it?
2: I did early on. Okay. Yeah, there's a couple that I've listened to. And I do remember saying I. Thought you guys were very good. But I'm just not an AFL fan. But now the
0: honeymoon period's off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to say that anymore. Have you
3: listened to it? I tried listening to it when you first started doing it. And the first few times I tried, I fell asleep while listening to it. And so then I gave up. There are a few too. But I listened to you. I mean, there's multiple times where I've listened to you guys record it. So I don't need to subject myself to that a second time. I'm happy to We're often
0: inescapable in this little two-bedroom apartment
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're welcome to come to us at some point wait are you welcome to come to us you to do
2: it? <laughs> first that one's gone. and in the man cave
1: the non-sound
0: so, uh,
3: <laughs> so Soundproof the man cave and then, and then you can yeah. go over
0: we're welcome to go to kim's house i guess is what is what you're saying
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
2: pretty much
1: <laughs> all right i'm cringing what else do, do we have anything well, else about it. me
2: The only other thing I had was when you get really excited and Deez have got a a bit of a winning streak. Sometimes You you wouldn't have had
0: to put up with that too often. Exactly. (laughs) It tends to happen maybe
2: when he's in the happy moment at the start of the season and then about round four, round five. Right now. Exactly. (laughs) Right now and then it's all going to start to go downhill from here but he does wear his jersey to bed.
1: (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs)
1: I do do that from time to time. I didn't do it this way. I don't know why. You are
0: a toddler when it comes <laughs> to What I'm gathering is that Kim parents you.
1: I have regrets for Go not wearing Go to your it. room. I have regrets for not wearing it a couple of, well, yeah, a couple of nights ago. I, I should have worn it after that sort of win. I don't know. I just forgot about it. But Maybe I'll wear it tonight just do, to make up you, for
3: it. Do you have just the one that you wear and don't wash? Is that... Um, or do you have multiples that you rotate?
1: Well, them? I do have multiples, actually, but one of them is really grim. Um, right. So it's pretty much this <laughs> so one. So the long-sleeve one? Oh, no, 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 no. I gave that to Mum years ago. <laughs> no, I have one with Jetta's number on it, but it's got really mech-dirty and stuff. But then I got this one, which uh, the Friends all bought for me. Oh, this, yeah, that's this, true. It was meant to have Petrarca's number on it, but, but it, it doesn't. It? I didn't even know <laughs> we'd ever given that to you.
0: <laughs> I just
1: you were there when they gave it to me, were you? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah.
3: My um I uh, one story about you, Scott, in your jersey, is that um I remember uh, yeah I remember I one <laughs> night um Scott had been I don't know if uh, you yeah were there, I'm pretty Kim, sure but you but Scott went there. to um the footy in Melbourne One and we were going out to a bar afterwards. And um, he insisted on taking his jersey with him And so he made me hide it in my handbag Because he didn't think he'd be let into the bar wearing it He didn't think it was right a But he refused to go into the bar without his jersey Mm. So I had to hide the jersey in my handbag while we got through the door through bounces and then gave it back to him so he could quickly go and put it back on. What
1: I also remember about that, I remember going to the toilet that night and <laughs> so I had Neville Jetta's 39 on the back of my jumper and someone coming up to me and being like, yeah, Austin Wanamiri, how yeah, good is he? was some Indigenous player, who, I mean, Banjo knows him, you don't, who Austin retired is one five of my, years before. <laughs> one of my all-time favourite Melbourne yeah, players. He's, an an, he's a great man, uh, but that was definitely not why I had 39 on my jumper. <laughs> But anyway, I think we're running out of steam,
2: so Anything it might be time to, to pack to it up. else the table? No? Nothing major.
1: No. No? All right, we're done? <laughs> yeah,
2: we're, we're done.
1: Wrap it up, Andrew. That,
0: that petered out spectacularly. We'll be back in about, <laughs> what, a month, probably?
1: Yeah, well, oh, we'll see how we go. I feel like yeah. we should book it in, yeah, because... Let's... Let's arrange our guests in advance so we don't have this grim of these two. <laughs> this grim first priority, as we said earlier. Yes, yes, sorry. I, I apologise. No, that was wrong.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but anyway, thanks for listening and we'll be back in about a month.
1: Gone the days. Mm-hmm.